Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Path Forward Utah, Path Forward America podcast. Uh, my name is Ryan Woods, and I am president of Log Cabin Republicans Utah. I'm also pretty uh, infamous and a little bit famous as Lady Maga USA, a uh, drag artist, drag queen, whatever, for Trump and for America. And um, today I'm going to be talking about the San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus. I'm going to be talking about um, LGBTQIA plus plus XYZ radicalism, parental rights, and uh, violence, violence against those who do not believe that a biological man should enter women's private spaces and expose themselves, which is what happened um, recently in a, in a in a big controversy here in the United States. I'll try to give you the anecdotal version of my story. Um, I was raised LDS, otherwise known as Mormon, and I am a gay man, so I came out of the closet, blah, blah, blah. Never really thought it was that big of a deal. Later on, I love theater, I love performing, I love costumes, I love choreography, and I love a spotlight. So I became a drag artist and a performer. My artistry has always been about fun and imagination and theatricality. It never was about sexuality. And uh, I had to walk away from the entire LGBT identity. And I had to leave the radical left because uh, they're doing terrible, terrible things. They're convincing um, anybody just because you're gay or maybe a little different. You have to hate America. You have to support Marxism. You have to attack the traditional heterosexual family. You have to attack white people. And above all, you have to attack those evil Christians. You know, and I'm just fed up with it because all of my best friends, literally all of them are like, traditional most of them were like married uh lds mormon women and i love i love and tolerate i hate the word tolerate but i love honor and cherish all of the people in my life many of whom actually believe that homosexuality is a bit of a sin they don't believe that uh you know it's it's the the way of God and all that stuff. And that is totally fine because it's time for all of us to come together as Americans find what we have in common and unite to defeat communism, defeat socialism, defeat critical race theory and stand up against nonsense and predatory things like the uh, San Francisco gay men's chorus, which recently literally sang a song and did a whole presentation about how they're coming for your children. And <laughs> if any of you guys are fans of Mark Levin, today's going to be a little bit like Mark Levin. I might yell a little bit because I'm angry. So I really am quite angry. And uh, I also host another podcast. It's called the Happy Today podcast with Lady Maga USA. And I try to keep it upbeat. I try to keep it really positive and bubbly on there because we're all so depressed over what's happening to our country. Every time we look at the news, every time we see what the Biden so-called Biden administration is doing, it breaks our hearts. So on my other podcast, I tend to be a little more optimistic and bubbly. But today, guys, I just need to vent. I need to vent as an angry American. I need to vent a little bit uh, as a as a patriot who is fed up with being represented 
by this LGBTQIA plus 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 predatory so-called community because they do not represent me. And like I said, I came out as gay and I, I grew up Mormon and I love the Mormons, but I also had to come out of the closet again um, as a Trump supporting uh, drag artist. And I was back in the closet because I felt like, oh, no, I'm going to lose all my LGBT friends. I'm not going to be part of this community. I'll lose my performance opportunities. Well, that's exactly what happened when I came out, coming out as a gay Trump supporter, coming out as a a conservative Trump supporting drag queen was one of the hardest things that I've ever been through. Coming out as a gay Mormon was literally like a, a nice little birthday party compared to what I have gone through, including being fired from Delta airlines. I was a flight attendant for eight years. I loved my career, loved my life as a flight attendant. It was a great job. And the LGBTQIA plus 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 community attacked me. They reported me and they successfully got me fired. So if anybody out there thinks, Oh, we don't want to listen to this gay guy. He's a drag queen. That's crazy. We don't need this in the conservative movement i admonish you to listen to what i have to say try to open your mind just a little bit because i am not here to push this lgbtqia plus plus radical agenda i am here to discuss being a common sense fair american respecting all people's freedoms and that that means the the religious freedom of the mormon church of evangelical churches to have their beliefs and to coexist in this country, balancing religious freedom with, of, of course, our secular freedoms and the LGBTQIA plus radical movement does not believe in freedom. They believe in cultural domination and uh, they're actually uh, predatorily trying to dismantle uh, the American family, dismantle um, any core values, a perfect example of their militant, absolute nonsense is Disneyland. Um, I did a whole podcast about my painful divorce from Disney and boy, oh boy, it is painful. But um, one of the most magical moments in Disneyland is before the fireworks over the castle. When they say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and you you know, you get chills and you're ready for the parade or you're ready for the fireworks. They have eliminated that phrase from their parks. And before I was fired from Delta Airlines, they eliminated the phrase, ladies and gentlemen, from our boarding announcements. And of course, these are staples of American culture and language. If you think about the control of language and a book, you know, like 1984 or with Newspeak or other controls over what you can and cannot say, it's straight out of World War II Germany. I mean, this is absolutely crazy. It starts with silencing you. And if you do use the phrase, ladies and gentlemen, at Disneyland, I guarantee, guarantee their employees will be uh, punished. They will be told that that is no longer permissible language. So a Disney princess who does a little presentation or something and has a family in a group says, well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, come right over here. She would be punished. Do you understand how serious that is? Do you understand the slippery slope of socialism and silencing people uh, beginning with phrases like 
ladies and gentlemen. So I always begin every podcast that I do with the phrase ladies and gentlemen, because it is a beautiful phrase. It sets people up to consider themselves ladies and gentlemen, not just people. So Delta changed it to hello, everyone. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. So before I was fired, they didn't want us to say it. I said it and I'll always say it. And I cannot believe that it is controversial to use the phrase ladies and gentlemen. So that is just the the perfect example of the direction that we are going in this country under the the so-called Biden administration uh, with the politically correct absolute nightmare that we are living under. Um, And, uh, you know, I'd love to say that conservatives are fighting this, but ladies and gentlemen, no, they are not. Here in Utah, we have a rhino a fake conservative, fake Christian named Spencer Cox. And he went on television and cried because he believes that it's okay for 11-year-old children to be injected with irreversible and dangerous hormones to stop their natural puberty, uh, undergo mastectomies and castration. And so my greatest frustration is not with the radical LGBTQIA people. It's with Y'all conservatives out there who have not spoken up, it is time. You must say something. And that does mean posting on social media. That does mean going to a meeting. That does mean uh, signing petitions. It does mean educating yourself about the legislation happening at the Capitol here in Utah and across our nation. You can no longer sit by and watch people like me and all of the great people at the Path Forward Utah, such as the owner of Brixton's Baked Potato in Ogden, Utah. The owner, her name is Jamie. She publicly supported President Trump. She has publicly and openly stood up for what is right. And of course, she has paid a lot of consequences and had a lot of backlash. But we need more heroes like uh, Jamie Renda at uh, Brixton. So we'll be back after this break to talk about how to save America and have a path forward please visit LadyMagaUSA.com if you'd like to learn a little bit more about me and uh, what I stand for and what I do. And we will be back after these messages. Welcome back to the Path Forward Utah, Path Forward America podcast. If you're just joining us, you know that in the first segment, I got a little heated there. You know, uh, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit fiery and feisty today because I'm angry about what the LGBTQIA plus radicals are doing. And, you know, if I'm fiery, I apologize. As most people who know me know, I'm kind of a flamer. So you know how that goes. (laughs) Just a little joke for you there. Please don't report me for a hate crime. Please don't report me to the thought police for making light of an LGBT identity. 
which is not my identity. I happen to be an American patriot. Um, Before we jump in and talk about the uh, San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus and their absolutely horrific uh, presentation about coming for your children, I just want to give an example of cancel culture. As I mentioned, I am a drag artist, whatever drag queen. I love to dress up and perform um, along the lines of Tootsie or Mrs. Doubtfire just for fun. I just love it. It's theatrical. I don't have an agenda. So I was invited to go to Minneapolis um, and be a guest speaker for a Republican group in Minneapolis. Well, once they posted that Lady Maga was their guest speaker, the LGBTQIA plus radicals attacked the venue. They went on and tried to ruin their Google reviews. And as, as anyone knows, if you own a business or a restaurant, your Google reviews and Yelp reviews are everything. So they went on and tried to destroy them. They tried to, uh, you know, label their, their business as hateful. They would not stop calling them. So our event was successfully canceled. They tried to find another venue, couldn't find it. So we postponed it until the fall. That has happened to me here in Utah. And yes, I will call out the Desert Star Theater in Utah because we had a conservative, gay conservative uh, forum where we were discussing all the things I'm talking about right here. I was going to perform. It was all great. And once the LGBTQIA Gestapo found out about our event, they bombarded the Desert Star Theater, threatened them, and we lost our venue. We found another venue. I believe it was called Nine West, another kind of club type place in Salt Lake. The same thing happened the day of our event. These radical people tried to shut down free speech and they successfully canceled our um, our uh, our event. So I want you to know that me as a gay man saying what I'm saying right now, I'm literally putting everything uh, at risk. Like I said, I was fired from Delta Airlines. I get messages that say, hang yourself, kill yourself. Um, our, our Mexican brothers in uh, West Valley, Utah, they know where you live. So I do live with the constant uh, fear and threat of being harmed or being hurt. So if ever you do come across a gay conservative online, I will say this. Any gay person who actually speaks up publicly is literally going to lose more than you can even imagine Uh, Even within my own family, I have been accused of being an internalized homophobe. I'm filled with hatred because they just go along with whatever they see on CNN and they think Pride Month is this innocent, you know, just benevolent, wonderful little little fun celebration for tolerance and respect. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know what goes on at a Pride Parade. I tried to educate them and I sent them I sent them pictures of you know adult people walking around in bedroom sex gear around kids and i said would you take your kids to a pride parade and they did not have an answer so if you ever you see a gay conservative speaking out please share their content please support them please do whatever you can because our voices are needed now why do we need gay people in this movement because most most of us, the vast majority, are common sense Americans. We're business owners. We're great neighbors. We keep our yards clean. We pay our taxes. We gentrify neighborhoods. And I know that people say the gentrification of a neighborhood is so evil and so wrong. Well, no, it's not. Once the gays move in and they open their little boutiques and their flower shop and their bakery, whatever they're doing, they, the, they usually make America a better place. And hundreds of thousands, if not millions of Common sense, LGBT, gay people have just had it with the radical left, but they're too afraid to speak out. So we need 
gay and LGBT voices in the conservative movement, just like we need uh, black voices, because unless we activate those powerful minority communities, we are going to lose. I know a lot of people on the right hate the term big tent because they feel like it means welcoming anyone and anything into the conservative movement. No, it doesn't. It does not. Big tent means everybody who's willing to put their identity politics aside and join this movement to make a difference deserves to be in the conservative movement. And I'll talk a little bit later about backlash that I receive, not from the LGBTQIA plus plus community, but from a small and very vocal uh, minority on the right who think I'm going to hell, who think the same, they say the same things to me as the people on the left do, but let's jump right in and talk about the San Francisco gay men's chorus and what they did. So they released a video called A Message from the Gay Community. Uh, the the one and only thing I like about this is that they actually use the word gay community because uh, the LGBTQIA plus label, which means nothing, is usually what they call us. But uh, what makes me angry is they claim to represent the gay community. Um, and clearly they do not represent me they do not represent all of the good people at the log cabin republicans and they do not represent the gay patriots who run the website getoutspoken.com if you want the common sense interpretation of all of this wackoness on the left just visit getoutspoken.com those are great articles that you can share and we are i don't write for them but i'm friends with all of them and we are exposing what's going on so they said as we celebrate pride and progress we've we've made over these past years there's still work to be done okay that's where i'll start critiquing what they're saying what work is left to be done for you gay men what can you do in this country where exactly are you being discriminated against and suffering okay you got gay marriage and you know i was married i was married to a man and i'm divorced i, I don't mind Uh, gay marriage. I don't mind being married. I think that the government should stay the hell out of uh, marriage, period. I don't even understand why they're involved in it, period. Um, So they have everything. And and quite frankly, they have the upper hand because if I'm walking down the street with my good old fashioned Mormon friend and we're just, you know, taking a walk and we both get shot, God forbid, um, the 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 label of that crime for my heterosexual friend would just be a murder it would be labeled a hate crime for me because i'm gay so not only do we have all the rights we need we literally have the upper hand in this country so it's it's very scary and i'll just openly say it the number one persecuted group in this country is the white heterosexual christian male it's true sorry not sorry it's true i am not a victim I'm only a victim of the radical LGBTQIA plus left who persecutes me. So let's see. Here are their lyrics to this song. Um, I just I get this like sick feeling uh, when I when I know that gay people out there are doing this and that others would associate me with these sickos. So here are the lyrics. Cringe alert. If you are if you have a light. Uh, a weak stomach, you might want to just uh, put some earplugs in. Okay, so he says, they say, you think we're sinful, 
You fight against our rights. You say we all lead lives you can't respect, but you're frightened. You think that we'll corrupt your kids if our agenda goes unchecked. Funny, just this once, you're correct. Do you see what they just said? We will corrupt your kids. We'll convert your children. Happens bit by bit, quietly and subtly, and you will barely notice it. You can keep them from disco, warn about San Francisco, make them wear pleated pants. We don't care. We'll convert your children. We'll make them tolerant and fair. You guys, unbelievable. We're going to talk more about this after the break. I just, I'm flabbergasted and disgusted. So uh, please uh, stay tuned and we'll continue this discussion. Hey everybody, welcome, excuse me, hey ladies and gentlemen, welcome back, welcome back to the Path Forward Utah, uh, Path Forward America podcast, I'm Ryan Woods, president of Log Cabin Republicans and also uh, a drag artist named Lady Maga USA, you may have seen a picture here or there, hopefully it was a good picture. <laughs> uh, so I'm just talking about the gay men's chorus in San Francisco and their predatory lyrics, which include uh, phrases such as, we will convert your children um we we will corrupt your kids um so one of the one of the lyrics in here was yeah we'll convert your children happens bit by bit quietly and subtly and you will barely notice it you can keep them from disco warn about san francisco um etc uh warning about san francisco um can we talk a little bit about san francisco in the 80s um, AIDS, of course, is an ongoing crisis globally. It is a terrible and sad uh, disease. But in the 1980s, the hotspot for the transmission of the AIDS virus was the uh, gay community, particularly what are called bathhouses, where people go and engage in um, debauchery and whatever they want. And um the fact that people would warn about San Francisco is not so much a warning about being gay as it is being promiscuous, as it is being uh, sexually dangerous and doing things that are irresponsible. So um, everybody in the 80s and, and later on, they they would claim that um, it was not a homosexual disease. And of course, it is not uh, primarily because of homosexuality. It was a disease that was spread by promiscuity. It was a disease spread by um, drug use. And of course, there were a lot of innocent victims, people who had been lied to or people who had been cheated on. Uh, you know, I'm not accusing anyone who got AIDS in the 80s or 90s as being a bad person, of course. But um, let's just continue with these lyrics here. Um, they are singing here and they're saying, just like you worried they'll change their group of friends you won't approve of where they go at night to protests okay so they're saying 
your children should be going out at night to protests. And we know exactly which protests are talking about. Okay. We're talking about Black Lives Matter. We're talking about smashing windows. We're talking about burning police cars. We're talking about inflicting violence on innocent business owners and other people. So to to mention the word protests is so obvious at night. You know, a daytime protest is one thing. It's a lot more innocent. A nighttime protest with your kid going out at night, basically kind of hinting at the idea that your child is going to go out against your will at night to these violent protests. Terrifying. Oh, and you'll be disgusted. So gross. When they start finding things online that you've kept far from their sight, guess what? You'll be all right. We will convert your children reaching one and all. There really is no escaping it. Because even grandma likes RuPaul. And this is the line that gets me because RuPaul is a a drag queen who in the 80s and 90s was just a a riot, a lot of fun. He even did a dress made of a Confederate flag. He was not um, a radical leftist. He has become that. So the fact that they mention a drag queen in this song is so offensive to me. Um, The analogy that I would use to how I feel when I see this sort of thing happening is Uh, Let's say you're a black woman or a black person in general, and Cardi B is the public representation of your so-called community. We all know Cardi B is a filthy artist with explicit lyrics, um, overtly perverted and like the worst of the worst um, messages in her music. And her disgusting song, I won't even mention it, was number one in 2020. And so basically it would be like, you're a nice all American black family or, or black couple. And Cardi B is the representation of your, uh, of your community. That's how I feel when I see the LGBTQIA plus claiming to represent me, they do not represent me. Also, I just want to make a little disclaimer and president of log cabin Republicans, but any opinion shared on this podcast, I do not speak for the organization log cabin Republicans. I just mentioned that because obviously I do support the organization and I am uh, president of the chapter here in Utah. But of course I have my own personal opinions and, um, I believe that they would agree with everything I'm saying on this program, but I just want to make a little disclaimer and say that I'm speaking on behalf of myself, Ryan Woods and Lady Maga USA, and um, not on behalf of any other organization at this time. I do speak on their behalf a lot, but not right now. Um, So let's see, they're talking about, uh, we'll convert your children, there's no escaping it. The world's getting kinder. Gen Z's gayer than Grinder. Just so anybody knows, Grinder is an app on your phone that enables you to have random hookups with strangers whenever you want. Uh, if you want to talk about spreading disease, there you go. Right there is the petri dish of pathogens ready to go on the phone. And um, I'm, like I said, I'm divorced, and I don't, I don't really date because a lot of times I've tried to go on a date here and there and they will actually mention the app grinder and i'm immediately turned off and i'm like i don't know who you've been with you know what i'm i'm not getting involved in that so they're mentioning they're mentioning grinder uh they're mentioning nighttime protests if you can't see right through their agenda then um you're completely blind and just one of the last lines is just will convert your children now 
I am the youngest of eight children myself. I have over 56 nieces and nephews and great nieces and nephews. As you can tell, I was born many, many years, eight years, in fact, after the seventh child. So I became an uncle um, at age two and all of them have, you know, buku kids. I come from a gigantic family. Um, so when I think of this, I think of my nieces and nephews and I just get infuriated and offended and upset because I think of them, I think of their future. And um, a lot of them, if they're old enough, you know, like 13, 14, they know that Uncle Ryan is gay and that's all they need to know. That's it. He's a little different. Oh, he's gay. I heard about that word at school, whatever. Yep, I'm gay, but I'm just Uncle Ryan. It doesn't matter. We are family. And of course, many of them know that I'm also a drag queen. And they see pictures or um, they've, they've even seen me in drag at rallies and things. And here's how I explain it to them. I love Halloween. I love dress up. Do you like Halloween? Yep. Do you like to dress up as, you know, Dracula or Spider-Man or My Little Pony or Cinderella or whatever? Halloween's fun. And I say, I'm a man and I just love costumes. It's that simple. It does not have to be an indoctrination um, of gender confusion and drag queen story hour in libraries, teaching children to twerk, performing adults only uh, sexually themed uh, things. I just saw in London <clears throat> some guy in like a rainbow suit with an actual sex toy was invited into a library to teach about the importance of reading to kids. So I, I stand against that. And if anybody needs to know that I'm gay or that I'm a drag artist, that's how I explain it. I'm gay, but you know, it, it really doesn't matter. It's not who I am. I'm uncle Ryan. I'm a brother. I'm a patriot. I'm a hard worker. I'm a creative person. And if anybody needs to know why I do drag, it's this simple. Have you ever dressed up for Halloween, felt empowered, felt glamorous, felt cool, had a little bit of an escape from real life and you dressed up? Exactly. That's what I do. It's fun. It's theatrical. It's an outlet for me. I have no agenda with it. And I don't encourage others to uh, be drag queens. I don't encourage people to tell their children they should be a drag queen. Although I do think that if you have a kid and they're a little different and they want to wear a Cinderella dress or something, a boy who wants to wear a Cinderella dress, as long as it's in the privacy of your home uh, with parental supervision, I don't see a problem with that. I do see a problem with identifying your child as a drag kid, which is a real thing. There's this, uh, Poor, innocent child named Desmond is amazing. He's a young boy. They parade him in nightclubs. He's actually received tips from adults in nightclubs, you guys. Like, it's like toddlers and tiaras on steroids. That stuff is disgusting as well, by the way. Um, dressing little girls in outfits with a bare midriff, parading around in a full face of makeup with false teeth so that they look older. Um, but that's that's for another day. So got a little sidetracked here, but I just wanted to talk about um, a few other stories that have uh, graced the news. I give thanks to Jamie Renda from the pod, the, the uh, Path Forward Utah, the owner of Brixton's. She often sends me stories that uh, she knows are important to conservatives. And so I want to mention some of these stories. So in Los Angeles, there was a... Um, a fight, a physical fight, almost a, a bit of a riot, of course, instigated by Antifa and the radical LGBTQIA plus 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 tolerant and loving community. So full of tolerance and love. So there was a woman in Koreatown. She went to um, a spa 
and children as well as adults were exposed to a biological man and his genitalia in a women's only space. The woman basically freaked out and said, heck no, this is inappropriate. So they were having a protest about that in um, in Los Angeles. And there was a preacher there, a Christian preacher who is just standing up for common sense. Um, if you're a bi- if you're a transgender woman and you've gone through all the surgeries and, you know, you have breasts and all that kind of stuff. If it's if it's a women's only space and you are discreet and, uh, you know, you're. I don't I don't I don't really know how to handle that issue completely. I do have adult transgender friends and uh conservative people and they're they like Caitlyn Jenner. Uh I don't think that Caitlyn Jenner using the women's restroom in a discreet way, closing the stall and doing her business is as big of a deal as a predatory biological man who uh, claims that they are a woman in order to gain access to women-only spaces. Very similar to uh, so-called transgender um, women invading women's sports and breaking all the records because they can, because they failed in men's sports. That's a very delicate topic. But what happened here is indisputably wrong. This person exposed themselves. They exposed their male genitalia to these people. And clearly there's a difference between going in a stall and going pee and being in a place like this in front of people like this Korean woman who were exposed to adult genitalia and, and male genitalia. So she was upset. Uh, her video went viral talking about it. And uh, the preacher who was at this event uh, preaching against the invasion of women's spaces by biological men, which I think we should err on the side of caution and say that biological men should not go in women's spaces, especially places like locker rooms or spas or other places where people are getting dressed and undressed. That is where we can all agree that it is entirely inappropriate. And of course, in women's prisons, um, you know, rape and other terrible things happen in prison anyway. And for a woman to be sharing a cell and sharing a shower with a biological man um, who is stimulated, use your imagination. Imagine the horror of that woman in a women's only prison in the shower with uh, with an aroused man. Like it's uh, you guys come on women. Biological women deserve their own space for crying out loud. Where are the feminists? Well, a lot of the feminists and a lot of the lesbians out there are starting to stand up and say, uh, our identity is being erased. But of course, they're immediately deplatformed and silenced as transphobic uh, for not for not liking that. So this preacher was actually attacked by this Antifa mob in black, this LGBTQIA plus mob. They smashed him in the head with a skateboard and he was bleeding profusely and the man literally could have died he physically attacked um, and injured with a head injury because of a skateboard and did you know about this story of course you didn't because it's never going to make news when the violence is committed by the left and this poor preacher guy was bleeding from the head he was smashed in the head with a skateboard let's imagine the reverse right now everybody Okay, so there is a um, a group of LGBT people, uh, you know, having having a protest to advocate the castration of young boys and mastectomies for 12 year old girls. And uh, this preacher comes along with a skateboard and smashes the head of a transgender woman of color. 
you and I both know it would be front page news for weeks. The president, the so-called president would talk about it, but this preacher was smashed in the head with a skateboard and nothing happened. You guys, this is who they are. This is what they stand for. And as you heard in the gay men's chorus song, they they support children sneaking out and going to protests at night. They encourage this violence. They encourage this radicalism. And their goal is not tolerance. It is not integration. It is not kumbaya and getting along like it is for me. I want kumbaya. Okay. I just want to be gay. I want my secular freedoms. I love to dress up. I'm a drag queen. Whatever. Let's all just get along, be Americans together, have a barbecue on the 4th of July, fly our flags, and you live your life, and I'll live mine, and we will respect and tolerate one another, even if we don't see eye to eye on everything. That is not their goal. Their goal is to indoctrinate and dominate. They're, they're not looking for inclusion. They're not looking for tolerance, uh, and they're not looking for acceptance. They are looking for dominance complete and total dominance what percentage of the population identifies as trans well traditionally it's been like 0.00000 now it's like every other kid uh i have a friend he's a he's a christian youth leader and he messaged me and said you know what half half of the youth in my group are identifying as lgbtqia non-binary trans and, ugh, and so it's predatory they're going after the children. They're expanding the label of LGBT and adding the Q, which means nothing. Sometimes it means questioning. Sometimes it means uh, queer. But let me ask you this question, pun intended. If you are questioning, what does that mean? It means you are a person who may have thought that uh, Chris Pratt was really hot in Jurassic Park and you got a little confused. Maybe you had a, a bro crush or, you know, thought, <clears throat> what's going on here? I really find him attractive. So you're questioning a little bit. So even if you've ever had a thought that confused you or you were, you know, questioned your sexuality a little bit, boom, 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 you are LGBTQIA+. There is no... There is no question you are now part of our community. Why? Because they must expand their numbers and they must expand the population of people who consider themselves um, uh, victims because the more people, especially the more children they can convince are victims, the more they can present themselves as the protective saviors of said victims. Does that make any sense? And the LGBTQIA plus lobby and the medical industry, the billions of dollars that are being made off of these so-called hormone therapy blocker drugs, it, it's about money and it's about power. And organizations like the Human Rights Campaign and GLAD, they can't continue their multi-million dollar so-called nonprofits without uh, expanding the victim narrative because everybody knows that good old-fashioned gays and lesbians have everything we need. We have we have nothing to complain about. Literally nothing. Right now, 2020 is the greatest in the United States of America is the greatest time to be alive if you are a gay, lesbian, or even trans person, whatever. So they so America knows that. Conservatives know that. All of my conservative friends literally don't care that I'm a drag artist. They don't care that I'm gay. And the left knows that. 
they know that people are kind of over it. We've come to an understanding of like, yeah, you know, our gay brother, gay sister, it's, it's a difficult journey, but we love them. And as long as they try to live their life the best they can, it's really no big deal. So the left has to expand their victim narrative and they start with the children, just like critical race theory, just like every educational program and the pride uh, LGBTQIA plus movement being on children's cereal boxes, Fruit Loops and uh, uh, Frosted Flakes on the side of the box. It says, what are your pronouns? Fill in your pronouns, meaning that you are not a boy. You are not a girl. Biology does not exist. Your gender and your identity is determined by how you feel and of course, that's erasing science. But if any of you are like me, when I was little and I was eating my corn pops, um, I would stare at the back of that box every day while you eat your breakfast. Your little, I guess kids today would probably be staring at a phone. But when I grew up, that cereal box, I basically had it memorized by the time the cereal was gone. So uh, you tell me that that's not deliberate. You tell me that that's not targeting children and trying to brainwash children. If you're an adult, and you want to identify however you want, God bless you. This is America. You, but you must not legislate um, that it is a hate crime or it should be illegal for someone to misgender you and call you he or whatever, because that is not a crime. That is not that is not violence. In my personal opinion, with someone like Caitlyn Jenner or my transgender friends, out of courtesy and respect for their freedom as an adult who wishes to identify how they want. I call them her. I call them she. I do call Caitlyn Jenner she because I just think it's respectful. But do you see the difference between legislating that and making a personal choice like I have? There's a very clear difference. So when we talk about them coming after the children, um, the idea of parental rights is under attack. Um, a recent article uh, discussed the fact that within the medical industry, uh, doctors and parents are no longer supposed to question a child's transgender identity. They want to make it illegal for parents or medical professionals, doctors, psychologists, psychiatrists to say that um, I don't believe that hormone injections or castration or a mastectomy or a chin reduction or any of these other um transgender procedures are appropriate for you. I think you're a nine-year-old boy. I think you're very creative. I think you love Barbie. I think you love My Little Pony. I think you love uh, to wear a dress and twirl around when you're at home in your dress-ups. Clearly, you're a little different, aren't you? Well, you know what? Your parents love you and we love you and you're different and that's okay. So we're just going to love you and you're going to explore all the things you're interested in, whether it's karate or baseball or tap dancing or even wearing a Cinderella dress at home. Uh, and th that's that. Tell the kid you're, you're a good kid. We love you. You know, you're a little different like I was when I was little. That's all you have to say for the mental health of that precious child. Now, if the child has been brainwashed by their cereal box or brainwashed by their school counselor or brainwashed by many of these members of the gay chorus saying we're going to indoctrinate your children and they say, mom, dad, 
I'm a girl. I'm not a boy. I'm not a boy. And mom and dad say, well, Jason, you know, you're a little different, but you're a boy and that's wonderful. You have a body that's, you know, you're a boy and there's boys and girls and there's penises and there's vaginas and, and that's the reality. And just because you're a boy doesn't mean you have to only like things like Spider-Man or sports. Uh, you can, you can be whoever you want and you can enjoy things, but you're definitely not a girl. You're just a boy who's a little bit different and boy, oh boy, do we love you. And do we know that God loves you and you're different and that's okay. Do you guys understand that that's the only approach that's necessary with these children who are confused about their very biology? And do you understand how dangerous and infuriating it is that a little child like I was who used to get caught putting on my sister's prom poofy skirts uh, when nobody was home and putting on my sister's cheer uniforms and hiding Barbies under my bed. A little kid like me today would be convinced by society and the Democrats and the gay chorus and the LGBTQIA movement that you are in fact in the wrong body. And I'm going to wrap this up by talking about emotional blackmail and suicide. They are saying that if these children are not allowed to transition medically, that they will end up suicidal. So they emotionally blackmail people like our governor, Spencer Cox, here in Utah. And they tell them that if you don't support these surgeries for children, you are making them suicidal. And I'm going to get a little emotional here because I could have been one of these kids, you guys. It was me. I'm that different kid that they're telling you're in the wrong body. And it kills me. It hurts my heart. It makes me so angry that they're doing this because these kids grow up and they don't become suicidal because of right wing hate. They become suicidal because they believe they're in the actual wrong body. And that is harmful. And I just think of me as a little kid. If I had been born today, I would have truly um been brainwashed. So anyway, you guys, if you want to learn more about what I do, please visit uh, LadyMagaUSA.com. Uh, please share this podcast. Please explore the path forward, Utah and America. And God bless each and every one of you who has listened today. Please uh, copy the link and share this podcast because we have to have these conversations. God bless.